G'day everyone, Big Ozzy Peppy here and welcome back to the podcast with episode 18, First Aid Travel for Your EDC and Car. Now I think it might actually leave the EDC part for when I'm doing a video for episode 13 on bags, different types in EDC where I actually will be opening up uh, my bag and showing off what's inside it and then doing a, a, an additional part of the video where we look at what's actually in my medical kit because I think that's very important. You know, kits within kits is a good way to do things. And today is going to be more focused then on when you're traveling. So usually in your car for me, but you know, you might have different scenarios where maybe you ride a bike to work and you're going to need some sort of medical kit on you for that, which could be a bit more difficult. But as long as you have the basics and the thing that weighs the least, which is knowledge, then you should be all right. So first and foremost for any sort of medical kit is going to be the container that it's in. I've actually been thinking lately that some sort of roll, like a tool roll, would actually work very well for this kind of thing. And I think uh, I think it's Canadian Prepper has a rollout system that looks really good. And it's basically kind of like a tool roll where you, you uh, undo it and you, you roll it out in the ground. You then need some sort of light if it was anything other than you know good light. So you might want to consider always having on your person a good headlamp or, or a um, lamp because trying to do something with both your hands and trying to hold your phone in your mouth as your torch isn't going to work very well. But the container itself, it could just be a strong plastic container with lots of compartments. You really do want to be able to keep your stuff separate. You don't want to have to be digging around in an emergency to try and get out that one thing that you need. So you'd want to put all of your different things categorized in different sections. I think the one I have in the car at the moment is an older sort of like a mini duffel bag kind of thing. And same sort of problem there. You're going to have to unzip it and, and pull everything out. Another option for if you have to do a bag like that is you could get some of the more heavy duty larger Ziploc bags. And because they're clear, they're easy to see into. And if you were to use some sort of color coding system or even just write on the bags, like this is the whole thing's full of gauze. This one's full of bandages. Uh, this is where all the wound treatment stuff is you could make either sorted by category or by uh, incident so you could have an, an eye washing kit which is one of the things that should be in there uh, this is a, a, a graze or wound kit uh, this one is you know for for shock you can actually categorize things by different emergencies you have to have a think about what's going to work best for you now, these bags don't have to be expensive i love going to the thrift stores so places like Vinnie's and Salvo's and Savers, so any of the secondhand stores and looking for bags there. Yeah, I can't help but look at the bags when I'm in those stores. If at all possible, something that has some sort of waterproofing would also obviously be ideal. Next up, if you go back to the previous podcast and have a listen to the sort of things you want in your home medical kit, it's pretty much the exact same sort of things that you want to have in your travel kit. There are a few extra things. Some of the basic ones you'd want to have uh, Band-aids and other adhesive bandages of different shapes and sizes, gauze pads, uh, safety pins would be good, adhesive tape, uh, some sort of antiseptic to apply to a wound, uh, insect sting relief, uh, cotton balls, cotton swabs to cleaning wounds. Vaseline is also a great one, which we forgot from the list last time. Although the panthen can work a lot like Vaseline. The two of them are both good to have, though. Having some over-the-counter pain relief. Uh, adding a digital thermometer was one we also forgot from last week. I think when we do the video for the home first aid stuff, we'll have a look at some of the other tools that I've got for diagnosis. Tweezers and scissors and a needle, all good things to help either remove something from a wound, to be able to cut cloth uh, or to cut open clothing if needed. 
hand sanitizer and saline solution. Once again, you can get saline solution already made up and it's sterile. So you know that whenever you do it, you can apply it to something and it's already clean. You should also try and include a couple of days worth of your medication. Now you do need to be careful if you're storing medicine in the car and it's going to be not consistent temperatures or it's going to be very hot in particular, it can decrease the life of the medicine in terms of its effectiveness. If you have kids, you should also include children's versions of all the previously mentioned stuff as well. If you need a smaller version of something, then you need to include that as well. Um, really important to include some PPE in there too. So you want to have some latex or you can also get vinyl and nitrile gloves. So two different other types there other than your, your standard ones and the latex, if you, particularly if you have any latex allergies or someone that you are helping might have latex allergies. Include some of the things you can get from the pharmacy, the hot, uh, heat and cold packs that you can activate just by snapping and giving them a bit of a shake. Disposable mask, if I didn't say that already. Things like a suction bulb and medications for over-the-counter would also include anti-diarrheal, um, also anti-constipation. So, you know, one, one to help you stop, one to help you go. Uh, an eye wash kit. It's really like, like a little plastic cup that you can use to rinse your eye out with. Look up how to use them as well. And actually keep a collection of old plastic shopping bags. You need something to put your old medical waste in. You don't want that stuff just blowing around. You should also have a good reference manual with all of this other stuff. If you're in a panic situation and you have to get your med kit out, it doesn't hurt to have a book where you can flick to the page and go, hmm, how do I treat this particular thing? Take the time and rather than just panicking and just trying to throw medical kit at someone, actually have some knowledge there that couldn't be used. Also, you're going to want to consider any personal items that you might need for your family. Uh, examples could include baby products, allergy and asthma medication, motion sickness medication, and an EpiPen. Now, EpiPens are a bit of a tricky one. I believe they do have a relatively short uh, lifespan on them. So if you need them and you have them, then keep an eye on your expiration dates. You're also going to want to make sure you have room to pack an emergency blanket. There are several different kinds you can get. You can get the really thin base blankets. I believe there are some much thicker variants of that. Some of them are actually like a tarp that have the coating on one side, whether it's mylar or something like that, that would help insulate. Uh, you could use that to keep someone off the ground. You could also use it just to wrap someone in. Or even if you're in an emergency situation, so many different things you could do with an emergency blanket or a tarpaulin, things like that. So it would not hurt to have a few of those. I know I've got a couple of basic old blue tarps in the car, along with some rope and stuff. So you could actually make a little shelter for someone if they needed it. You could use that to make a binding for a larger wound. You could do all sorts of things with those. Because we don't know what kind of situation we might be in outdoors, we have to take weather into consideration quite strongly, weather and also lighting conditions. So you're going to maybe even want a couple of spare extra clothes, more jumpers perhaps, something with a hood. I love hoodies, so they're very useful. So you can have the hood up or hood down, and you can even use the hood to sort of wrap around the neck a bit if you need to. But you're also going to need things like torches. Uh, I'm once again a fan of headlamps and lanterns, whereas a lantern can be placed on the ground and illuminate an area, whereas a headlamp is very focused usually on what you're looking at. So having a combination of light sources is going to be good. Having things like... Uh, well, I don't think we can have road flares in Australia, one of those weird ones where you're like, no, you can't have those. I'm going to have to check in on that one and get back to you guys because I'm not actually sure about the laws on road flares. But you can definitely get some glow sticks. You can get some pretty chunky ones. They'd be good. You could um, crack a few of those if you had to stop on the side of the road and it was dark and just to cre increase your profile so it's easy for people to see you or if you're trying to get attention. Once you've got all these things ready to put into your bag, Sort of coming back to the very first point, you're going to want to make sure they're organized in that bag that you've got. Try and pack larger items in the center of the container. 
uh, but stand them up side by side so you can see them immediately. If you're able to, slide the manual, whatever reference guide you have, in an outside compartment so you can get that out without having to pull everything out of your bag. That's a really good one there. A good way to try and work out what other things you might need in your first aid kit for when you are away from home is to try and imagine a scenario and then think, well, what would I actually need to treat something like this? Like if I was to, for example, fall off a scooter at a park and injure my leg and I needed to get home and perhaps I didn't have my car with me, what would I need to be able to do that? Well, uh, things I would be adding are things like a simple uh, knee brace that can be you know, rolled up, some good bandages so I could actually bandage uh, a knee or an ankle or any sort of thing like that. As I mentioned, actually a collapsible walking stick wouldn't be a bad idea either, just to be able to take some weight off of the affected area. And finally, when I asked my kids what should be in the emergency first aid kit in the car, their answer was, apart from all the things that were already listed, chocolate. And uh, that's actually a pretty good one to actually consider. Although maybe chocolate's not the best thing, you can get glucose lollies that are pretty much just pure glucose, so sugar. And if you have someone who's in shock, a couple of those, or someone who has some diabetic issues going on, they might help. I don't know if it's the right one for the particular issue, but having something like that would be good also, you know, to help um, someone feel better, or even just you could give to a kid who's in a bit of distress. And the other one that they mentioned, which we might have already mentioned, uh, asthma puffers. If your kids have any sort of asthma or any adults as well, and it has also been shown that the spacer, the sort of long tube that you can get to go with the puffer, is the ideal way to take it, even if you're an adult. You're just doing it straight into the mouth and into the lungs. You're not going to get the full effect. So having a, a spare space in there, you probably shouldn't be sharing those. But in a pinch, you know, you do what you, what you can. So that's the last one to add to the list of things for your car medical kit. So tell me in the comments when the video comes out, eventually, I'm going to have to get my, my button gear and get some of those out what things I've missed, what things you've got in yours, or what things you've added. If you don't have one at all, don't distress. Just add something. Start off with just a, a large Ziploc and shove a whole lot of Band-Aids and you know, wound treatment stuff in it. That's better than having nothing at all. So until next time, and as always, if you can't be the grey man, be the big man. See yous.